0: Well, welcome to podcast number two, Mike Frey along with Troy Nebaker. Troy, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm feeling great. We're, uh, we're deep in the 24
1: right now. Right. And uh, it's, it's awesome.
0: This is uh, during the 24. We're at the Pocock Rowing Center in Seattle. We've had some pretty stiff wind. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, though, and we actually saw some sun it this afternoon. It was insane. Awesome. And you had the session that the sun really came out. How was that? It was,
1: it was actually surprising. We were all kind of wondering, like, what, what is that giant orb in the sky, <laughs> and uh, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, now, now, we're, now we're
0: halfway through. Right. And, so, every, and it's dark. Everybody across the country came in Hawaii, got their red shirts, the hats. We've seen pictures on Facebook and Instagram and all over the place. And it seems like the, the 24 is just doing what it's supposed to be doing and creating awareness, helping families, and getting a lot of our friends on the water. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, like looking through the through the feed, through Instagram and Facebook, and it's
1: just this this giant sea of red, mm-hmm. uh, red and smiles and um, stoke. And people are right. you know people are really talking about like you know we're able we're going to be able to help seven families this year. So they you, know, you know they've set goals and have blown past their
0: goals. It's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. I know one thing that we adore is the paddle community here in Seattle. It's it's incredible. And our community grew this summer when we had an event and, and we had a guy that just showed up and it was pretty awesome. Uh Mark Stevenson's his name. And Mark was going through a lot of stuff at the time. And we were glad to see him at our Stand for the Cure event. We'd had a top pot race we did before. Yeah. And it it was just awesome. And we're sitting with Mark right now here at the 24. He's been proning. He's been on a stand up battle in the wind. Mark, welcome. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Is this all you thought it would be?
2: It's, it's all I thought and more. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, been a, an honor to be here. And I just, the vibe is so amazing. I, can, I, I can't even articulate right.
1: kind of how great it is.
0: I know you inspire us and Troy, he's in your group. What's it been like just out there paddling with Mark?
1: Well, I mean, you talked about like earlier, you know, earlier in the year with uh, the top pot race and, you know, uh, showing up in a big old monster smile. And, um, you know, a, one of my favorite pictures of summer is from, is of Mark finishing that top pot race. And it's, uh, um, I don't know, there's a, there's a, there's a definite joy
0: uh, in my friend's face and it's really cool. Mark, what, what got you through? I mean, cancer comes, I, I, Troy and I talk about it. We've been through, it. Our, our wives have both battled breast cancer, but I know we're all one crappy call from the doctor away from just a life-changing moment. What, what got you through? How did you deal with it? When, did you, when were you we able to absorb you know, your diagnosis? And then what was your attitude as, as you combated cancer? Those are those are big questions. They are big <laughs> questions. Yes, sir.
2: <laughs> um, it's a roller coaster, you know. It so prior to my diagnosis, I was uh, training. I, I was had my eyes set on the seventy forty eight and some other things. Uh, so I was spending a good deal of time on the water. I actually had some pretty good fitness, and then it all changed with. You know, my wife found a lump, and next thing you know, I, I'm one of those rare cases of men with breast cancer, and it didn't totally sink in. And at every step, it was worse than they originally thought, which so it steadily got worse. Um, but what I but through it, especially so I, I had surgery, and then I was six weeks at home, out of out of work. Uh, and what got me through that time was people visiting just the community, and but I really yearned to be back on the water, and I, I couldn't, and I couldn't do these things, so I was doing a lot of web searching, and, and it seems like every you know uh, road I took down the web, like about paddling and cancer, it all came back to Troy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and it kept coming back over and over again. And I started reading more about it, and I was like, you know, this is something that I want to be part of. You know, I want to do something uh, uh, better for the world, or not the world, but, you know, uh, to help. And that's what motivated me to come out to the top pot. And I was pretty nervous coming out um, to just say, hey, my name's Mark, I have cancer. Let's, <laughs> don't treat me any different, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but really, community got me through and, and it, was, it was, it still is hard. It's hard every day. You know, I mean, your wives probably know it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you, Troy, had this quote on one of the podcasts about swimming to the bottom of a pool and screaming and cancer is super, super lonely. Like, uh, I could sit in uh, a room with all my friends or go hang out and they're all having a good time and and yet I I just felt super alone right because Mm. I'm dealing with something that you just can't understand um, unless you or somebody really close is dealing with the same thing so the more uh, you know I reached out and and I've been super transparent about what's been going on with me from day one i didn't want to carry around a secret bag right I, I just wanted to like this is it don't treat me any different we're going to like you know not looking for sympathy or anything just mm-hmm.
1: and I know a lot people. of people can um, a lot of people hold it in right you know and there, there's there's sort of two you two choices what what made you choose the i'm I'm going to kind of let it out, like you said, not kind of hold that back. You know, it just seemed, I guess it started
2: with um, when I told my boss at work, uh, and I didn't know how that was going to go, and it was unbelievable the overwhelming support I got uh, my last day at work. So I got diagnosed, and literally a week later, I was having surgery. I mean, it was so quick. Wow. Um, everybody on my team at work like came together and they got me all these gifts the, they call them the anti-boredom gifts while I was six weeks at home right and then they randomly stopped by my house and and then uh, people in my community that I really didn't know that well are suddenly stopping by to cut my lawn or to do other stuff and just like you know, why keep this inside, right? I, I think given the opportunity, people will show up. Yeah. And what's interesting is somebody else I was working with at the time actually got diagnosed the same week I did, and they chose a different path and uh, as far as they, they kept it close, and, and I honored uh, that, you know, they entrusted me with it because they knew I was going through it too. Um, but I still think that there was a that they missed out on some of
0: you know the great things that you know people show up with. Right. When you showed up that that night in August, and you said you were a little nervous. I, I think anybody would be kind of walking into that situation. I know when I first met Troy and all these great dudes that he hangs out with, and, and paddlers in that community, and then kind of starting to integrating yourself into that. Were you prepared for? the community and 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 just the open arms you you had because it it blew us away man it was just awesome having you there
2: you know I I didn't know what to expect you know you know I I was nervous I didn't want anybody to think that I was angling for an envelope or any of these other things that I was there for anything other than I love the water I love the paddle there's this group of people that love to paddle also, and they happen to do things that help families with cancer. Hey, this seems like something I would like to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I didn't know, you know, is the is the ticket full, right? Like, oh, sorry, there's not room for you. Like, what would it be like? But no, I was blown away. Like, drove home with tears, right? Like, yeah. I... I, I, you know, I Gonna tear up now. It's just it's been amazing. Um, You know this is the crappiest and best thing that's ever happened to me. Right at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know how that feels for sure. Right. For sure. And uh, yeah. But like I said, like the the thing that got me through was, you know, community and friends. and then being really honest with myself and the people around me with you know what I needed and how I felt and you know, what I was and wasn't capable of. And then also making sure that being outside, like I had to reset my expectations of what it meant to you know, be active and be outside. I think I was telling you earlier, yeah. I made this pact with myself that chemo was on the fourth floor and I was like, I will never take the elevator. And I walked, ever, walked stairs every week for, like, like, I guess, five months. And wow. towards yeah. the end, I would have to rest like halfway up each flight. So like four flights, I had to rest like eight times just to make it to the top. But I felt that as soon as I took the elevator,
0: I'd given up. And it wasn't, right. I wasn't, I, I didn't want to give up. I, I think maybe one thing that Troy and I are definitely aware of is, you know, it, the, the bomb goes off, so to speak, with a diagnosis. And there are some families or, or partners that crumble and run and can't handle it. And there are those that stick together and just fight through it. And here you and Heather are, your wife, doing the 24. And this is a grind. But what does it mean to you to have her with you? Oh, it's it's so fantastic. You know, she,
2: she was so great through all of it, um, just that support. So there were things I didn't know how to deal with, um, a lot of the mental pieces. I've never had any issues with anxiety or depression, and suddenly I did, and I didn't know what to do. You know, we have two kids, so an 11- and an 8-year-old, and... My 11-year-old, especially my son, uh, took it really hard, and we had a lot of issues. He was really, really angry, and at the same time, he used to come in. I would drop him off at school, and he'd look at me, and the last thing he'd give me a big hug and say, "Please don't die, right?" And I'd say, "Like," so then I'd cry all the way. What do you say to that? You know? Yeah, like. Wow, man. doing my best <laughs> not to die like right. it's not in my plans um uh, you know, i made it a point to always be very honest with both of them though about what this meant and what the possible outcomes were because the last thing i wanted was god forbid the worst does happen and mm-hmm. now they're angry at me for lying to them about what was gonna what could possibly
1: happen but uh I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's okay, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I, rem- I remember we we were paddling on Lake Sammamish, and you told me that story, and uh, um, it was, you know, your your kids, your family, or your life, right? Right. And it's sort of that same that same principle where you talked about uh, keeping it in the bag versus letting it out. I think your kids, when they see when they see their parents going through difficult times, and you share it with them there's a um i don't know there's a strength that comes from that where you know it's a, it's an honesty from mom and dad and and the kids see that and it, it it they respect it you know and they honor that and they're like my parents are human and uh man i love them even more right you know yeah we worked
2: through a lot of those things, and we did uh, we did family counseling, which was actually super helpful. There's there is a great program called CLIMB that's for families uh, dealing with cancer that is focused on children um, and how to deal with it. Um, I thought that was that was super helpful. But but yeah, I think the honesty about across the board was yeah just I told Troy that I think I already told you the story about this guy. I knew him his daughter goes to school with my daughter. I knew him a little bit but he he was going to come by and cut my lawn. He shows up at the door. And you know, and I was I was really bummed. Like I mean it just it's, I mean you can understand, right? Sure. <laughs> I, I mean I just it was terribly lonely. Nobody was at home and he was like, "Hey, I'm here to cut your lawn." I was like, "You want to just hang out?" Right? Like to sit on the back porch and look at the birds or, you know, whatever. Like, my lawn can be, like, I don't care about my lawn, right? right. So he comes in. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. So this guy turns out, like, he's amazing. And we've become good friends. He was wow. the one I was with on that body surfing trip. Yeah. Um, but he was a surf photographer, film Guy for a long time. He's been to Indonesia. He's been like he knows everybody, and just I would have never known that, right? He would have just been another dad whose daughter goes to school with my daughter, Mm -hmm. and now you know just one more
0: friend in the in the community.
2: Yeah,
0: it's absolutely amazing what you don't know about people, and And how you learn when you open yourself up, and that's what you've done through this process. Because we've gotten to know you, we sure do like you, and yeah, we're, like we're th- glad you're here. <laughs> how, how has this changed your outlook on things? The the birds. Do you appreciate things a little more? Because I don't think you were a guy that didn't appreciate things before. It didn't seem. It doesn't seem like that. You know, it's funny the
2: Troy's slogan. You know, go because you can. Like it, that always kind of uh, resonated with me. However. I didn't take. I took my health for granted, and hmm. sometimes I wouldn't go, even though I've never paddled or ridden my bike or done something and come back and go, man, I wish I hadn't done that. Right. right? No, not once yet. You're sitting there and you're like, oh, I got. Got the grocery store. I got to pick up the kids. Right? Like, no, oh, I'll just skip it today. I don't do that anymore. It just, I'll find the time uh, to make sure I can. Um, you know, that, that, I mean, I don't waste my time too much these days on things that are dumb, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. To put it bluntly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my first day back at work, um, and luckily they liked me there too, because um, uh, I was in this meeting and it was worthless. It was a complaining session. and I was like, yeah, I don't need this. I got better things to do. And I got up and walked out. And apparently I made a statement because... It came back to me later that people were asking, like, what, you know, what was going on? And I was like, it's was a waste of our time. I had better things to do. right? And uh, and I, I, I'd like to think in a small way that I initiated some change mm-hmm. um, with that. But it wasn't on purpose.
1: It was just, it was totally a selfish thing. Right. I was like, uh,
0: <laughs> <but> that's okay. <laughs> that is absolutely
1: okay. That. <laughs> absolutely okay. Absolutely yeah, okay. um I think one of, my, one of my very favorite, well, aside from that photo at the end of the top pot race is, uh, Anna, and it's on my favorites on my Instagram, is the, your video that you sent from body surfing. Oh, that was such a wonderful day. Oh, man. Like, the... Um, it, was, it was, like, I was trying to find words like how to describe that because there was just that, it, it embodied this idea, the idea of go because you can. And the joy of being in the water and that's like, like, like we, you and I have talked about it. it's like well I'm not feeling strong enough to surf but man I got a hand plane and I'm going to get in the water and I'm going to use that I'm going to use whatever tool I've got to participate and that video to me was just like that's it that's that's the magic right there that was uh
2: yeah I mean I can't even just it It's funny, I've done a bunch of stuff in my life, right? I've raced tons of races. Uh, One that always sticks out, though, is that Top Pot race. Like, I've surfed a lot, and that day body surfing with my buddy Dave, who I met after having cancer, and, uh... Like, I felt crappy on the drive out. (laughs) But I was determined. And then we got there, and the surf was terrible, but... uh, but it's just, you know, the, being in the ocean and it just, it was just amazing. Uh, yeah, if I could bottle that, that feeling, yeah. it was pretty great. I couldn't even contain, I mean, the video shows it, I couldn't contain myself. I was so happy.
0: It was the purest <laughs> form of joy that I've seen in a long time. Well. It's it pretty fun. I, I know it, it seems to, that after a diagnosis, you go through treatment, you go through surgeries, you're back up doing those things that you used to do, everybody kind of wants to put in a little box and say, "Oh, you're good. It doesn't happen like that though. The fight continues and you have to just stay steady. What has what that part been like for you being a cancer survivor, but also knowing that, you know what folks, this, this isn't an easy piece, everything I've been through. That has been a hard part because, yeah, like we have this great community, and they
2: watched me go through all the treatment, and then they had a party for me in November when treatment was over, which I appreciated. It was great, but you know, I had to, you know, forgive me for not jumping for joy, right? <laughs> like, right. I just it's uh, it's been described uh, it as like PTSD, mm-hmm. and it just. Yeah, I mean, I think about it all the time, multiple times a day. You know, I'm terrified it's going to come back. I, I can't get over that. I have anxiety, like all these things. And it's all stems from just this one thing that I'm trying to understand. And I see a uh, cancer survivor person, counselor, mm-hmm. I guess, that they assigned me. And she tells me that it will pass, that is super normal, but it
1: doesn't make it any easier while it's not passing. Um. Well, it's crazy, like, as a, um, you know, when when Angie, going through that, you know, she'd sneeze, and, like, the hair on my neck would stand up, or she'd be like, I have an ache or a pain, that before, it was kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, no, no big deal, but now, I mean, you're hyper aware of any little thing. Yeah. Oh, totally. Just two weeks ago, my I was
2: having this joint pain in my finger, which normally I would have been like, ah, you know, put a little bit of electrician's tape on it and move on, right? Yeah. Um, I went to the doctor, and I made them x-ray me. Because <laughs> he was like, it's just a tendon thing. I was like, I, I really need this x-ray. <laughs> and, he, and he looked at me, and then I told him, I was like, you know, I stubbed my toe right now, and I think I have cancer. And he, he was he was great. Like He was like, I get it. Let's just X-ray it, and he did, and it's fine.
1: But still, but that's yeah, absolutely that's the mindset. Yes. What, what, so what? Uh, um, what brought you here to the twenty-four? Yeah. Your invite. <laughs> no, I, I mean,
2: when I came that August day, I already knew about the twenty-four. Like I knew a lot. I had written probably a half dozen emails that yep. I never sent. Um, trying to figure out like, does he want a random email from some random guy? Who says, "Hey, <laughs> look at me, I got cancer." But uh, so, um, so that's what I wanted. Like, I was like, I think, I believe that, although my story I don't think is necessarily remarkable. I I think people have done more amazing things. I I found. That talking to people who had gone through it was really helpful and I really, you know, it gave comfort. And so I just, I think I can add some value.
0: I, I think you definitely have. And definitely. I, we're glad to have you here. This has been a lot of fun, but this is, well, we still got a good chunk of time to go <laughs> about 12 hours of the twenty twelve, eleven twelve 11, 12 hours. So, we're gonna keep grinding it out. I know we appreciate you're here and we look forward to doing some more of these podcasts as we continue to, to grow our friendship as well as our community and, and really what we do around here. So th- thank you so much, Mark. Yeah, thank, thank you. I
2: appreciate everything. It's uh, the warmth I felt and the acceptance of the community has, has been truly remarkable. And
1: yeah, I just am super touched. sometimes you lose words <laughs> and uh you know it's maybe you know, maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of uh uh midway fatigue of, you know cuz we're we we were halfway through uh our 24 right now but um man i'm going to be thinking a lot about what you just said over the next the next five paddles and uh, you know i hope that uh, i hope that people people out there you know really hear this and And listen. Listen closely. Listen closely so they can offer words of encouragement to friends and loved ones that, you know, might be going through the same thing. And uh, thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you've inspired me to do things that I probably wouldn't
2: have done a year ago um, before cancer. So
0: Hmm. it feels good to do that. We're in the club because I too have been inspired by Troy to places that I've never thought I would go and it's been absolutely awesome. Troy, thank you. Thank you. As always, we'll thank just keep you. the podcast coming because there are some great stories to tell and some awesome people like Mark out there that just, uh, you know, we need to know. We, we need to connect and that's just part of what we need to do as human beings and maybe, maybe not look down at our phones so much. Maybe look around the world that's around us and, and connect with somebody and Offer somebody a compliment once in a while. Ask them for a conversation. Uh, there's a lot out there that we can do as human beings just to, to help this world. And I know that's what the 24 is about. That's what we're doing. So Absolutely. Thanks for having us here, Troy. Thanks for starting this. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, love your brother. We'll be back maybe next week. <laughs> Soon enough. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be, be back next so. week. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next Good week. Good enough. So <laughs> until next time, for Troy, I'm Mike. We're out.